Hello and welcome to the Whip 12 podcast, your place for all things Infinity the Game by Corvus Belli. Today we are here to talk about the Infinity Global League painting competition. Specifically, we will do a rundown of the entries and announce the winners. I am your host, Thomas, aka Diomedes, uh, and I'm joined here today by the, our next guest judge, our fifth guest judge, in fact. Uh, and as what has become a tradition, for us here he is the winner of the previous uh infinity global league painting competition that is chris aka burlisford on uh instagram and uh, and a number of other places welcome chris hello hello hey thomas hello how you doing i'm really well thank you very much how are you yeah well thank you i know you've been on a few times already uh but could you give us a brief recap of who you are, where you're from, and uh, and a bit of your hobby background. Yeah, I'm going to keep it short this time. I, um, I, like you said, I was here two times, I think, already. And um, mm. and, and you already asked me last time, and I gave, like, the, the long story. So um, if people <laughs> want to, I think it was the, not the last one, but, like, season three this year, right, of the painting yeah. competition. Um, yes. I hadn't won before. I was just offering to help out hosting it, so that's why I was on here. But this time I won fair and square, so I I, <laughs> I get to do this another <laughs> time as a winner, which is uh, cool. I am um, I'm from Germany. I am 33 years old. I've been doing Infinity for the last three years, even though I had looked into it even in, in two times, but I I didn't get to play or paint anything back then. Um, I've been doing the hobby thing for almost like I was when I was a kid. Started with like Ravel and then get got into Games Workshop, uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, I never did any 40k Warhammer anything like that ever. Um, yeah, and then I when I started the hobby again like three years ago, I went straight back into Infinity. I think it's they are the coolest minis out there. Uh, especially from a, on a science fiction setting. Um, and yes, and now I'm here. <laughs> That's the short nice. version. Cool. Yeah. What is, what's on your painting desk right now? What are you working on? Um, right now, I am finishing my Rama Task Force. I uh, That was a project I wanted to do for over a year now, but as as people are, know, the backlog is always bigger than the ideas <laughs> that you have, so things have to wait. But now I finally did it, and I um, I'm doing them in a I'm doing a Star Wars crossover. I thought uh, I, I watched the Obi Wan Kenobi show, and uh, I loved the Inquisitors, and I was like, why not just paint paint Rama Task Force, who in the fluff are like the the super good guys, you know the the guys that help the weak and the unprotected Hakislam citizens in the star systems, and like, well, let's paint them like Sith. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so I've seen is, your I've seen your work on on Instagram, and I, and I was really taken by the fact that you've gone for the Sith because exactly as you say, of all the factions in the whole game, they are about as close as you can get to the good guys. Right. Um, and you really went the other way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying. I'm like I'm trying to get as many factual references like referencing characters and troop types and stuff like that um uh it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to try to apply star wars to infinity um and figure out how to paint lightsabers 
<laughs> nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this time around, um, we did things slightly differently uh, from with, with your idea, actually, Chris. We offered each entry, the op- in each entrant, the opportunity to request feedback or a level of feedback to their work. Um, so if any of our critique sounds particularly harsh, you should just know, listener, that they asked for it. Um, this is a really great idea from you, Chris. Can you just give us a little a bit of your thinking behind it? I was just thinking the last time I was I was on that we had a little talk before. It was like, so how how much into detail do we go on the critiques? And I and <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I want to blame it on me being German, but I I can be like the when I when I look at stuff, I can be quite critical but I don't want to be too critical with things. And then I I thought, well, it depends on what people want. Like if someone is a beginner painter, I'm not going to judge him like he's a pro competition painter unless he asks me to. So I'm going to, mm. I'm going to judge him on the level that I feel like he's on and be like, well, this is good. And then you could be better. Um, but that has to be like, I have to guess what the painter wants. And I don't know, like the, the guys who, the, the entrants who are going to listen to this, I was wondering, like, are they sitting on the other side and be like, ah, come on, you can be harsher. Or they were like, hey, <laughs> don't don't say anything. I just I was just happy to paint something. So I was like, well, yeah. why not just ask them and give them the chance to at least like give us a, a direction. So I came up with like three levels. And the first one was like, be gentle, where we basically just talk about everything that they did well and not critique anything. Then the second one I called Be Honest, where I was like, just, uh, well, give me some tips on improvement. And the third one was Be Brutal, which was basically judge this as if it were a professional competition piece. Um, And we only, like, I came up with this, like, last week, and we only sent the email out four days ago or something, or three days ago. But almost Uh everyone except for one people answered which is amazing. Yeah. So thank thank every one of you for answering so quickly. And even more to my great surprise and joy, no one chose level one. <laughs> and like yeah. half half the people chose level three, which is badass. So yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be <laughs> it fun. It was me who sent out those yeah, it was me who sent out those emails and I got a lot of replies of people being really like, just tear it down. Tell me everything. Tell me it's the word. Like, you know, destroy it. Um, one or two people saying, do. like, we're no, not gonna no, destroy anything. Not. But we can talk. I about think they took your, um, which is great. Yeah, I think they took your like brutal tag for it as like literally you. We're gonna be brutal, and as you say, <laughs> we're not gonna do that. We are going to be critical. Uh, we're gonna look at it with a critical eye and try to pick it apart and find where improvements could be made we're still going to say what's good about the paintwork as well it's not like we're only going to say bad things um and i would i would even say it's not even about saying bad things it's just about like what Mm. what level like what level of technique for example i'm not i'm not even a professional competition painter like i think in my own opinion i paint quite well but i'm not like i'm not anywhere near professional painters so i can't even claim to be on that level but i have i would say that i know enough about 
how techniques should be done. <laughs> Not that I can pull them off myself, but how certain yes. techniques should be done that I can talk about. Like, well, if you wanted to emulate that technique, what would you have to work on to get there? And I think this would be something that helps people if they want to improve to be like, ah, okay, maybe maybe I can try out something new. And it's not about you did bad and this is terrible. It's like, well, this is the technique you might want to try, like work on or that might help you achieve the results that you want to achieve. Because I'm just assuming people want to get better if they send mm -hmm. in stuff to a competition. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, you, you're really good to call out my poor choice of words there. Bad is not the right word. <laughs> no, that's uh, fine. It's but but it's, but you're right. I mean, it, we're not uh, we're not here, never have been, never will be here to say people's work is bad. The fact that people are sending work to us, we are always in, incredibly grateful for everybody who sends work in. We love to see it. We love to collect it and see all the enthusiasm that people bring to to their painting and to painting totally. infinity models specifically. It's yeah. uh, it's really wonderful to see, and and I would encourage anyone listening. You know, if you want to get involved, if you if you listen to what we have to say and, and see the images, which I'll sh tell you where to find them in a moment, uh, and you want to get involved, like please do. It's uh, super fun. We'll I'll make an announcement at the end about what when the next uh, is next uh, event is coming along. But uh, it, it's uh, it's really fun for us, and hopefully everyone else is getting a good kick out of it too. And all we want to do is become better painters, hopefully. Um, Amen. So yeah, with with that. Uh, I will continue on and just keep going with the introduction. So in previous seasons, as in previous seasons of the uh, Infinity Global League Painting Competition, as it is called, uh, we still need to come up with a better name. Feel free to offer any, anyone who's listening and thinks uh, the name sucks, which I do, and I came up with it. Uh, feel free to add, add a suggestion. Um, but as usual, we'll be running through all the entries uh, by silhouette size category. We have four categories. That's S1 and 2, S3 and S4, S5 and S6 to 8. So it's covering broad categories of models of roughly the same size. Um, we didn't want to have you know, a category for every single troop type, but we wanted to be able to give people some kind of latitude in, in where they were, where they were, what they were painting and where they wanted to paint. And also it gives us an opportunity to, to kind of judge models together um, and, and you know, make make choices about who wins, because that's, of course, one big element of this. Um, if you want to know more about the rules and how to enter, uh, head on over to the uh, Infinity Global League Discord or search Infinity Global League Painting Competition in the Infinity Global Community Facebook page. Uh, and if you want to follow along with our commentary today, uh, head on over to Infinity Global League, or one word, dot com, where you can find a post there which will have in images of all of the entries um, and, and it will follow the way we will go through. The images will follow from first down through all of them. Uh, so you can uh, follow along and hopefully enjoy. Now, I've said Infinity way too many times now. Uh, so <laughs> let's let's move, move along uh, and, and start us off with the first category. Silhouette size one to two, and we will open with the Chicken King. That is Dustin Long, and he's titled his work, his work uh, Kusa Bni. <laughs> um, what did you think of this one, Chris? Uh, 
which I'm assuming is supposed to be Kusa Bunny because yes. she converted her into a bunny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So cool. this is the the new uh, Kusanagi model. Uh, she's yeah. holding a sword over, her. she's swinging a sword over her one from one one shoulder over to the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about this one? All right. Um, I mean, oh, and by I, the way, Dust, Dustin was asking for a level two. I was That's, just about uh, be to be honest. Say that. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna say which level everyone asked for for his work. Um, so, first of all, love the conversion, um, the bunny ears, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he did something to to the armor or if he just painted it like skin, um, mm-hmm. but he might have he might have been inspired by longtime. Uh, entrant Furu <laughs> and his nomads, who are also. I know for a fact that he was. Uh, I've he seen was. them chatting yeah. online. Uh, yeah. I think I think Dustin regards regards Furu as uh, something of an inspiration, and uh, yeah. you can definitely see it here. Yeah. So um, first of all, I love the the choice of colors. Um, it's very poppy. It, lots of colors they're greens blues pinks yellows but they all work um together because all of them are kind of similarly poppy um and and i love the warm skin tone oh i just noticed she he also gave her like a little furry uh tail when you say oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little a little <laughs> ball on the back uh that's cute um yes love also the contrast work so uh, especially on the pink coat he really went from dark to like he from dark to light and one thing i liked specifically was um that he tried to create this like pink reflection on the blue armor so you can see like the the lower reflections on the on the arms um at least I'm <laughs> I'm interpreting them as that. Um, yeah. And uh, let's say so. Before we go into into the critique, I'm gonna let you talk a little bit about about sure. what you liked about this mini as well. I mean, I uh, I broadly agree with everything you said. Um, I think I praised Dustin in a previous episode for I think it was a riot girl that had the same blue armor. But of course, it was more armor covered in this blue, which I really liked. Um, and obviously, as you say, contrasting with the pink and the yellow, I really like. I think it's an interesting way, something that I've personally, in my in my personal painting, has explored, which is interesting ways to basically use primary colors. He's yeah. effectively got blue, blue, red, and yellow. Uh, but you don't look at it and think that that's a primary model. Like it's not Superman. Um, yeah, it's it's the pink is a pink, so it's not quite red. The yellow is quite warm. It's got a bit of an orange tone in it. Uh, and the blue is also because he's gone for quite a high kind of contrast, non-metallic kind of feel to it. It doesn't feel it's not very blocked in blue. It's kind of it's got a lot of shine to it. So it doesn't it doesn't feel too dominant as a color. So yeah. uh, I do like the way he's worked with that. Yeah, um, I like also the as you said, the whether it's conversion or just painting the flesh tone is very nice mm-hmm. um the on the torso there's these kind of stripes that go up and over the breasts of the model yeah which yeah. Uh, are really really well executed i think that that little Definitely. detail 
is just really really nicely worked yeah um so yeah that's that's my my praise i would say i think uh, yeah. Um, um yeah i like it a lot all right um so if we're talking about improvements um i'm gonna point out three little things uh the first thing is um materials especially the coat because um different materials reflect light differently and a coat i'm guessing that he just wanted to paint it like a fabric and not like something super shiny like leather pink leather or something like that which is very 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 hard to paint so i'm um i'm just assuming cloth and cloth mm is not as reflective as for example metal so with his metal parts with the armor he did really well um going up from like a dark blue to basically white which is kind yeah. of the highest reflection point metal reflects but cloth doesn't do that so the fact that he also went up to white on the cloth makes the cloth look less realistic so i would say if you um if you're painting cloth tone that like never go up to white but also like keep the saturation down. And the easiest way to um, achieve that, if you want to, is just after you've done the highlights, which you can actually do up to white, then go back to the color you want the, the cloth to be, in this case, pink, and glaze it again with pink, just to bring back the saturation and tone down the highlights a little bit. So that's one thing. The other thing is I noticed that he is not, he did not spend as much time on every detail as he did on some specific things. So he spent a lot of time on the face, which looks awesome, and on the torso, like you said, with these lines, and you really spent a lot of time highlighting these. But then like the weapon, uh, for example, uh, the the sidearm mm. is basically just a base coat. There's no highlights. Yeah, the, si so. the sidearm really stuck out to me. Sorry to interrupt, but that, that was, yeah, yeah, was no. going to be my one. And uh, Dustin did a little composite image, uh, which yeah. is a nice way to present it, but unfortunately, really highlighted that specific <laughs> thing because he took yeah. a picture of the of the of the rifle, and just yeah. behind the rifle is this green, just base colored uh, yeah. like sidearm, yeah. uh, which is you know it, it's I would I would guess it's probably just a mistake. He just forgot to paint it because that's so easy yeah. to do. You just Oh, I finished this model, and then you just don't even you oh, don't yeah. even notice that you've missed a piece. I forgot uh, many I don't, side I arms. <laughs> yeah, I don't imagine that he just decided to leave it like that. I think it's probably just a small error. Uh, yeah. But yeah, obviously something to pick up on. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. No, and the last thing um, would be it's it's kind of hard to see because the sword is either blurry in these pictures or um, in a, in an angle where you can't really see the top part really well. But it does look like. Um, it's just yellow. So I can tell Dustin that you are able to do kind of like non-metallic metal. I can see it with the boots and the uh, blue armor. Um, so I, you should be able to pull this off on the sword as well, where like have like two or three reflection points where the yellow goes up to the white, um, just to make the sword look more realistic. That was That would be the last one. That yeah. I'm going to point out here. I would agree with all that. I, I don't think I have much more to add. Um, but I did want to say again that because I didn't see this in the uh, when I started, the face looks great, really great face, great eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got an intense an intensity to the, the look of the face, which I quite like. Um, he's given it a lot of sort of black around the eye, 
which makes the eye itself pop out a lot more. So it feels quite, and she yeah. she's swinging the sword. So she looks like she's really intensely doing yeah. that, which is good. Yeah, cool. Nice one. Okay. Uh, nice one, Dustin. Let's move along and we'll go to Lala. That's at WhiteBaseTW on uh, on Instagram uh, yeah. with her Tau Tau Ooh. So it's <laughs> it's it's T A capital U capital W capital U, uh, <laughs> which for the uninitiated I think is something to do with um, anime or something. I don't know. I I don't pretend <laughs> to know or care anything about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this Tau Ooh, What do you reckon? <laughs> first of all nice nice reference there um so yeah. beautiful tau um so, well where do i start first of all great base it's it, like she did she really gave him a scenic base which um i love um also great choice of colors again this time very uh, reduced with just grays and uh, yellows and a little bit of turquoise um Works really well together. Um, the way she, I guess it's a she, Lala, but uh, I, I don't so. want to assume anyone anyone's gender. Um, is, uh, by the way, I, I've never I've never actually spoken to or communicated with Lala at all. I get so Lala and there's a couple of others all send their their entries through Dustin, our previous entrant. So he has okay. sent through all the, all of these images and said these are people that I know that are sending okay. them in. Uh, okay. so I'm gonna do they them. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna do that's they fine. them. Um, yeah, yeah. So um where was I? The colors are great. I especially love the use of like um shade um colored shades. So what she what they <laughs> what they're doing <laughs> is like you can see it on the trousers where the shade is not just dark gray, but it has this purple tint. Um and the choice of purple is also great because it contrasts really nice with yellow because they're complementary colors. So all of that is great. Um, there's some great blending techniques on the um, on the coat and on the pants. Lots of cloth that is hard to paint and well done. Face is also well done. Overall, really, really like this piece. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, the base, I think, for me is is sort of the standout it's, it feels a little harsh to say that but the base is just so good uh, i love this this it, he's standing on these steps it's got a nice handrail there's bits of grass growing out there's cracks in the kind of concrete or the cement of the of the steps uh, i really i really love that and it and it fits you know it just fits him because he's standing in this in this quite calm sort of reposed position so he's just standing on a step he's not you know it's not like an action shot where he's running across something it's just fits yeah. really really nicely yeah uh, completely agree i, I really like his, the trousers the the work done in that is really nice um and yeah it's it's just a really really nicely worked uh nicely worked piece uh, of, <laughs> of painting i think <laughs> it's the class i think it's just the sort of standard as it were tao Wu like studio scheme mm-hmm. um or at least it's very close to it and uh mm-hmm. and yeah she's done a, or they've done a really good good uh good interpretation of it i think yeah yeah so they did choose level three um so from a... just just for a moment i think dustin chose level three for them so oh. <laughs> if they listen and they're not happy with the critique, 
<laughs> it's Dustin's fault. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> um, so um, to so the the things that I see as improvements, first of all, are um, you can always go smoother on the blends, um, which means thinning down your paints more and using more layers. Um, or if you're comfortable with that, try to achieve that with an airbrush, um, especially on these big cloth parts. An airbrush is a lot of help to create some general volumes there. Um, I can also see a lack of contrast on the ornamental parts, the golden parts on the on the back side of the coat. Um, and the biggest thing I would say to me is um, cleanliness, actually, like most of the things are like black lined well, um, but there are still parts where I would say like with the hands and the cloth and the gloves that where it looks rough um, or well that's one thing or like the or like the contrast on the beard where you could probably go darker in the shades and work out the volume of the beard more um, and color tones on the skin is like that's a, that's really nitpicky but what um, something I had to learn was to uh, make sure that skin shows more than just like one color tone. Uh, so what you basically have here is like you have the stark skin tone that is worked up to white, but on a face especially, you always have more tones. You have reds and stuff like that, which you can achieve quite easily, but by again using really thin glazes of like reds and stuff like that and after you're done with the face that you use in the shades to bring back some warmth and color to the face um all of that is a little bit more high level technique but since <laughs> dustin chose level yeah. three for them that's what i would go for yeah yeah i would i would agree with that um i think for me, the thing that stands out the most as the biggest weakness on this model is the is the yellow gold parts. Um, the, I think it, it appears to be uh, a non-metallic metal gold kind of effect that they're going for, mm -hmm. uh, but it needs way more contrast, I think, and it also needs higher. It needs well, it needs more contrast. And it needs higher high points, and it needs lower lower points. It's quite flat. Um, you can see. You can see the general shapes of how you would do the volumes of like, this is non metallic gold here and there, but it just doesn't go far enough. Um, and I, and I really like, I, I think I agree with you. That's the, some of the, the, the brushwork is a little too rough, but I still really like on the white trouser legs, for example, I think they've probably spent quite a bit of time on that. It looks really nice. Even, even though there are one or two patches that could use improvement, but it's really effective, but it's just brought down a little bit by by the gold parts. Um, and, I, and, I agree, and I agree with the face uh, comment as well. Uh, it's it's well done, like it's it's full of character. Like she's managed to get these creases in the forehead, which are really nice. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's it's lacking in sort of tonal tonal sort of shifts um, yeah. that, that make it feel more real. It's it's quite uh, cartoony, if you like. You know, it's it's not a when you really think about it, it's not actually that that human a face color. Actually, yeah, it's quite yeah. it's quite sort of orangey. Um, 
yeah. Yeah, about the gold, it's I I agree because you, I guess it's it's unclear. For me, it wasn't even clear that she was trying gold, and I think that's that's what you need to be sure of. If you want to do gold, you need to make sure that the contrast is really really high. So really dark in the shadows, and then really bright yellow in the on the lights, and but since this is cloth, it could be that that they weren't going for yeah. gold. I mean, it might just be, I might that, be getting the wrong end yeah. of the stick, to be no, fair. No, but that's, so, yeah. that's the thing. But if they weren't going for gold, they still used so much contrast that you think that they want to do gold. And then and you don't want that either. Then you want to be clear about, no, this is just yellow. And then the contrast, like yellow cloth, and then the contrast needs to be flatter. Or you say gold, but then the contrast needs to be higher. So, um that's the yeah. So that's where I agree with you. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Lala. It's really, uh, despite our harsh critique, it is it is a lovely piece. Uh, we will move on to the Popo at Po underscore Miniature uh, and the Kamisato Ayaka, uh, which is the new tag raid Yuching uh, Beast Hunter. What did you think of this one? I have to admit, first of all, I did not Google that reference. Is that that sounds like I have no Japanese idea. reference? It does. Uh, I don't pretend to know anything about anything that people talk about. <laughs> 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 um, I'm I'm too old to know these things. I don't know. Yes. Uh, yeah. So was this also uh, a level three chosen for them by Dustin? It was, yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I love how um, also Dustin requested a level two, but requested level three for all of his friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we'll just have to assume that they actually told the, told him to yeah. to tell yeah. us that. Um, well, first of all, the the best beast hunter out there. Um, as at least at least rules wise and also the model is just gorgeous so um amazing and yeah. obviously the very first thing you notice is that gorgeous gorgeous green metallic blade the giant anime blade that she's carrying <laughs> yeah. um as well as uh that beautiful scar that he put on her face and also again very well done eyes and I would say one thing I noticed right away was whoever you are, El Popo, you know how to do um, you know know how to do non-metallic metals. So you can see that on this very beautifully like dark crystal effect that he put on the sword from going almost black to these very high reflection points that really they 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 carry across this effect of this like crystal blade or or dark green metallic blade, um, yeah. as well as then with like with the hair and the cloth, you you already know how to paint different materials, and you really pulled that off, and you especially pulled off the center point of that model, which is the blade. Yeah. I think uh, I, I would agree with that. I think the blade is is really nice. I, I think the choice of the color specifically is is very impactful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it contrasts really nicely with this sort of white, white, I want to say pink uh, hair. Has it got mm-hmm. some pink in it or blue or something? I, I don't know whether it's, it's blue. It's, blue. it's like yeah. light, light blue, like ice blue. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies, listeners. I am slightly colorblind. Uh, so sometimes I do get the colors wrong. Um, but yeah, um, the contrast between those and actually a lot of the fabric as well. There's just some, there's like three large areas on the model. And, and each one of them is really clearly delineated, really clearly, clearly the color that it wants to be. You know, it's very strong. Each color is very strong. Uh, yeah. But they also are very well contrasted. So you have this dark blade and this light hair, and you have the blue, which is almost a mid blue that sits between the two of them. So it's uh, it's really nicely composed in that respect. Um, so yeah, I would I would agree with you on uh, on those parts and mm-hmm. add that bit. Mm-hmm. Um, now to the critique. The, well, the first thing is I noticed is consistency because you can you can pull off these non-metallic metal things you show this on the blade but then you don't do it on the arm for example like she has this this second <laughs> second this third arm uh the model which is like a mechanical arm that helps her actually wield this giant blade yeah. which is a nice a nice touch for for this model so and that's all obviously that's also a metallic thing um but the way the, but the way it's painted is just not. It what there wasn't spent apparently as much time getting the uh, the non-metallic effect right on this part as, for example, on the blade, which is a shame. So, um, if you because level three is competition level, if you put if you uh, put something in a competition, make sure that you um, spend as much time on every part of the model as you do on the other parts. Um, and that would be one thing. And the other thing for me would be, um, the, the contrast on the skin, the skin is very, is is quite flat and you would, yeah, skin also has a lot of contrast. You can go quite dark, even if you're, if you're painting a light skin model, like for example, that, that flesh part underneath the shoulder that um, you can see in the composite image on the in the in the down in the bottom yeah. right um, yeah. that could be almost dark red if you're painting yeah. light flesh um, and even and with the face the same like the the side of the face that uh, that faces the bottom could be very dark and then you would have this this um, this gradient from like this dark flesh to to the side of the f- face that faces the light um, yeah. So you can really, you can spend more time on that and really work on on the contrast, trying to get those colors better. Yeah, I think the face, in a way, feels like a, a big missed opportunity, actually, because of the way the model is sculpted and the position of the head in relation yeah. to the rest of the body and in, and in kind of in relation to the ground, if you like. She's leaning very far forward. Her head is tilting to one side. And that that side of the face and he's done this nice freehand sort of scar line over her eye which does look really cool but yeah. in that zone as you say there's so much potential there for for much greater contrast um if you there's you know one side of her face is getting a lot of light you know it's turned up to the sky almost so that yeah. should be bright that side should be bright 
but he's just not at all followed through on what that means for the other side of her face. Yeah. And her nose is going to cast a big shadow. Her chin is going to cast a shadow and it, and her eye socket's going to be in shadow on that other side of her face. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it's, it is the, it is the sort of the most standout. Um, yeah. Sort of, as I say, missed opportunity. It feels like. Yeah. Um, in this one. Yeah. Um, and I, and will, I would just. Oh, oh sorry. No, keep no, going. No, go for it. Go on. Oh, um, I was just going to critique the paint a little bit <laughs> on the uh, on the sword. I think the side facing the or from the front view of the model yeah. uh, that you would see if your viewing is is good. The yeah. back side is less good. It's a little. You can see the paint's a little more grainy. Um, the the sort of transition is not quite as clean. Um, on that which uh, again is a shame and to your point about you know if you're going to if you're entering a competition and you you want or expect or someone has volunteered for you to take the harsh criticism you need to be prepared for that and spend <laughs> as much time on 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 the parts of the model that are that are less visible than the ones that that also are yeah and i will say one more thing now and then i'm not going to repeat it um much more afterwards i'm just going to refer to it um is blending. Blending is such a big part of getting materials to look right. And everyone, I guess everyone who paints miniatures knows about blending and that it's hard and that it's hard to get right. And, mm. but if you want to improve your painting, you have to improve your blending just in general. This is not just for this piece, just in general. And um, and the, the best way to go about this, if you're not using an airbrush, if you're doing it all by brush, is um, to use thinner layers. And there are lots of different techniques for how to create blends. You have wet blending, you have layering and kind of like this, but at least I can, I can say for myself, and my blends aren't the smoothest uh, either, but just because I don't want to spend as much time, I have too many minis to paint. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know that I could if I wanted to, but this just takes forever, is to use thin, relatively thin paint and then put the brush on, on, the, on the surface that you want dark, darkest, and pull the brush towards the bright side of, like, towards the bright edge. Um, and that way you already, the, the paint automatically ends with the most saturation and you create this kind of blend. So if and it, it's it's it applies to this piece it applies to the piece before and it's going to apply to a bunch more a, a couple more pieces that we're talking about today if you want to improve your blending use thinner colors and and try to not just apply the color but like pull it in the in the from the dark to the light spot um and then use subsequently lighter versions of that color which like, for example, El Popo in this, in this example with the blue cloth is already doing, you can just see that the blends are quite rough. You can see the, the brush strokes and where the, the different layers are applied. And if you want to create a better effect, you need to, um, you need to uh, soften those blends. And the second thing I'm gonna say is I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna critique every brush stroke like detail, the the the, de the level of detail people are able to create with their brush strokes by the finest brush stroke they're able to pull off. And like for example, in this piece, you can see that he that they are able to pull off some very fine brush strokes on the on the sword, 
uh, like they're very fine and 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 detailed and thin, which you yeah. many times you want. So they should have been able to pull off the same thing, for example, with the scar. So if we're on a level three competition, I ex would have, would expect that you try to achieve the same level of like detail and thinness with your brushstrokes on every part. Um, so because many times, like for example, the scar, if you want to try to make it look as realistic as possible, it has to be quite thin um, and and blended into the skin as well. While here, it does like it. I, it reads like a scar, but it is. You can see that it's just a red, like one red line that goes across the face. Yeah. Level three is brutal, guys. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, it's tough. it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> um, well, hopefully. But I hope you're getting you... something from this. I don't want. I just don't. Yeah. Want, don't just want to rip apart stuff. No, quite. And and also, you know, hopefully, uh, any other listeners uh, listening and hopefully watching along. And are seeing what we're seeing also um, and use that information for your own painting. Um, it's not, not just we're not just here to to critique people's work. We're here to also help and to expand the knowledge base, if you like. Um, anyway, moving along, we will move now to uh, our next entrance called John, a.k.a. Izzy's Painting Workshop on uh, Instagram and I believe Discord as well. And he's done a Shang-Chi uh, with a multi-rifle. What do you think to this one, Chris? That it's gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's really nice. It has uh, an incredibly cool color scheme and and color effect, armor effect, which is almost like this iridescent metal that has dark blues going to reds, going to yellows, which is not just an amazing choice but also really well executed i have to say the, the the pictures are kind of far away and a little bit blurry so i it the the pictures don't present as much detail as i want as i would want them to because it looks really really amazing but i would want to i would like to be able to see even more detail but the pictures don't provide that um so um like um john you you really know your you really have like you have good brush control with like you can see these really fine edge highlights on the gun um a good understanding of colors and materials with how the how the metal is painted like again love the color scheme of that thing love the 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 little osl on the eyes uh that really looks like they're glowing which is really cool um the the sword sheath looks like it's wood which looks cool um yeah and just overall i actually think for me because the i cannot see as much detail on the armor as i would like to the thing that i can see the most detail on is the gun which is why for me the gun is like the best part of this model because i can see how well you can paint on that uh, like the little the little reflections the little shades and it's not just like so many guns even i almost like the way i paint guns is almost exclusively just middle gray light gray white because mm -hmm. there are so many guns to paint i'm not gonna try to achieve like <laughs> gradients yeah. and blends on guns if i don't have to 
yeah. but you did like you you achieved a lot of little variations and tonal thingies on here with the gun which just makes it look awesome really really mm -hmm. well done piece in my opinion yeah yeah uh, i agree with all those comments i think uh the, the color choice is, is brilliant and it, i didn't want to call out how we were talking about uh, blends before and when you're looking at the armor plates where the under parts like on the chest plate and on well on all of the armor plates i think on most of them it's like a purple underneath and then it's fading into a kind of a pastel orange almost mm -hmm. um and, and it's just and it just looks great it almost looks like a heat bloom on you, know, mm -hmm. you see people do those yeah. for weapons yeah. on like a barrel of a gun it looks almost like that it's got that kind of quality to it so it looks like makes the model almost look hot like the armor itself is hot um which is just yeah just a, a really great way to approach the approach the piece mm -hmm. um yeah where do you want to go with the critique uh, John this asked is a two, level, by the way. Yeah, 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 it's level two. Um, and actually, I, I don't have that much. Uh, I do think, again, that the one, th kind of the only thing that I noticed is, again, consistency. Um, and that not all parts, especially of the armor, look as well done as others. Like, for example, the, the picture looking at him from where you can see his his left leg uh, that's in the shadow, you can see that's really super fine, crisp edge highlights, and, and you have these really nice gradients on there. But then, for example, if you look at the hand, the glove that's holding the gun, um, there the blends look quite rough, and I don't really see these the same kind of like crisp edge highlights and stuff. like. And you see yeah. a couple of pieces on the armor where where it's just like it's not executed to the same level of these at, at least it looks like that from the pictures again the pictures are a little bit blurry and a little bit far away um so that's the only thing consistency you i can i can see that you can paint incredibly well just make sure that you pull it through until the end on every part of the model yeah uh agree i yeah totally agree with that um, the, your comment about the hand, uh, I agree with. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go slightly away from what you were think what you were saying about the gun, which I do think is excellent, but I also think it could use just a, just a touch of a of a higher highlights to just pick out the yeah. edges of things. Yeah, and just to give true. you a little more of a shine there. And I mean, the yeah. gun is not the is not the focal point of the model, and I, I wouldn't want it to draw your eye too much. But that the the not the first thing I thought. The first thing I thought was this is super good. But one of the first critiques that I came with was, well, I just want to see a little bit more highlight on that gun mm -hmm. uh, to show to show that it's shiny metal, which it would yeah. be. You know, it's, it is yeah. a, it is a very hard metallic uh, thing. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I mean, you know, my critique is is the same as yours. Um, but uh, overall, I'm very, very impressed with this piece. Yeah. Oh, and just one more little tiny thing. Um, I'm assuming also the that little light uh, thing on his right arm, on the other arm, was supposed to be like a light source as well, just like the eyes. But... Um, for some reason, you didn't paint it like that. I'm not sure what you tried to do there, but if you were trying to paint it like a light source, it would have to shine. Like there's a really yeah. 
distinct black lining around the light, which wouldn't be there. It would like it would uh, yeah yeah it would fuzz out on the edges on top of the armor, just like you did mm -hmm. with the eyes. Like you 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 can you clearly can pull off this like object source lighting effect. And I guess I'm not sure if you just didn't want that effect on the glove, but if you did, you didn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so that's Sorry. you told. John. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, move, let's move along <laughs> to uh, Ricardo Antias. Uh, he's entered a few times and he came with a Zuyong missile launcher. Awesome. Also level three. Mm, yes. Yes. Ricardo, I'm, a, I'm in a painting group with you on WhatsApp. So I have followed along your, your work in progress pictures on this guy. And he looks Gorgeous. I really, really love it. Um, I can see the time you spent on that armor. Very smooth blends. Um, you can see that it's all done by brush, but it's still really, really smooth. So congrats on that. Um, I love the um, the back. It's also really well done on the back. Yeah. Um, great choice of colors. Um, the um, yeah, picked up, picked out all the details really nicely. Um, just overall, really good piece. Classic Eugene color scheme. Love this. Wait, that's the Zuyong, right? That's not the Shangji. Yeah. That's the Zuyong. This is Zuyong. Every yeah. rocket launcher. Yeah. Missile launcher, I think. But yeah, yeah. I think it's a heavy rocket launcher. I think. Is it? I think okay. Zuyongs get heavy rocket launchers. Okay. Not super important for this particular episode of, <laughs> of, of uh, Witch yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you uh, on this. I, this is going to sound like a slightly weird kind of praise, right? But there's not a huge amount to say about this model. Like, it's just very good. Like, it's, yeah, it as you good. said, it's very clean. It's the it's the studio scheme or something very close to it. Uh, and he's he's really hit all of the all of the points that you you would expect. Of a yeah. of a sort of studio scheme, like it looks just like it. Um, I really like the he's gone with the sort of under armor elements, so the kind of like piping, like in the, the gloves and the yeah. inner thigh. Yeah, he's gone for this very high uh, contrast sort of NMM, which they would they would use in the in the studio scheme as well. Yeah. Um, so it looks it's almost white, but it's like no, it's just this very shiny metal, which I really yeah. like. Um, and yeah, I I think what really impressed me the most, as you called out, was the back side of the model. Yeah. Um, we've already called out a few times with a few entries how, you know, they've done really well in one area, usually the the front of the model, and they look really yeah. good. And then they've neglected to paint some other elements. And the yeah. back of the model looks just as good as the front of the model. Um, yeah. And he's got these little pouches on the back, which I really like. It's done in a nice brown. Yeah. Um, I really like it, Ricardo. It's yeah. uh, it's a lovely piece. Yeah. Talking about neglected parts, though, you did neglect one part, which is the base. Um, mm. Unfortunately, uh, the base is very, very flat. So it's kind of the same. It's just one. It looks to me just like one tone of gray applied to all parts of the base equally, which is kind of a mischance yeah. because you could have created some some lighting and some dark darks and lights there as well with like the middle being darker and then outward to the edges just even with just some 
some more dry brushing. It doesn't have to be more than that. Just go a little bit brighter and create some more contrast towards the edges of the base. That would have made the base less flat. And yeah. since you also uh, requ uh, requested level three, I'm going to go a little, little bit more nitpicky on your NMM on the gun, on the heavy rocket yeah. launcher. Um, you did, which I really like, um, create like different um, different kinds of metal, or you try to achieve those with like the very, um, very metallic black main parts that would reflect only on the on the edges and be black otherwise. Um, but you could even there um, focus on like different edges would create more reflections than others. Like for example, on the on the very edge of a line that would be the brightest point, and then the light would be would go slightly darker to a slightly darker light gray um, towards the back, for example. And then you try to create this other metallic effect on like, for example, the front, I don't know what that's called, the front nozzle or whatever that is. Um, yeah. And you even did like these double reflections, where it's like the light would reflect on the left side, but the light would ref also reflect on the right side but you place those lights wrong. The lights would be on the top, not, not, not quite on top, but like on the upper third. Like if you look at the way you, you, like your imaginary light source is reflecting off the armor of the Zhu Yang, it would not hit the middle of the barrel. It would hit like the, the, like the almost top of the barrel. And with this kind of metal, you would also have secondary reflections. Light of like with metal, light never just reflects off one part, but like two parts, especially if you have a cylinder like you have here. So there would be like yeah. the brightest reflection would be on top, and then there would be a secondary reflection on the bottom as well. As weird as that, as that sounds, but if you look at metal if on a as a, on a um, at a metal cylinder, that's how it uh, works. So if you wanna up your NMM game and your reflections. Try to do that the next time you paint cylinders. Because there are a bunch of cylinders here, and they would all yeah. behave that way. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, agreed, definitely. Um, yeah, the the yeah, you're right about the the uh, the nozzle, the bit on the front, the bit where the, the weapon shoots out of. <laughs> it's yeah. uh yeah. It, yeah. At first glance, it looks it looks cool, and you're like, oh yeah, I could see that. But you're right. I think you see it better. There's a there's a front on view that's looking at the front of the model. Yeah. You're seeing the weapon as like you're looking down the length of the weapon. Yeah. You can see there much much more clearly. Like yeah, that that reflection is right in the wrong place. It looks yeah. like he sort of tried to go for the under reflection, tried to go for the over reflection, and kind of just split the difference and gone. Oh, right, it'll sit there, and it yeah. and it doesn't quite sit right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And one more thing, um, Ricardo, you can still go higher on the contrast with the armor. I, I'm not, sh I'm not 100% on, on the, sure on the color choice, but I would say something like ice yellow or white could be used to create these highest reflection points on the on the edges of the armor to even mm -hmm. increase the metallic effect that you're trying to achieve. That's the other thing. Yeah. Never, at least in the beginning, never shy away from too much contrast. 
as long as long as it's yeah. smooth, as long as you because you can do these smooth blends, Ricardo, you can go up higher in contrast, and it will most likely look awesome yeah. most of the time. Yeah, I, I think you can. Yeah, contrast. You can almost never have too much contrast in a way. Uh, yeah. It's hard to do because there's so many times I've sat and I've kind of I've been painting something non-metallic or something you know just that has a lot of, of contrast in it. And you're pushing the contrast and you're pushing the contrast and you think this looks wrong. It looks bad. You know, why is this, you know, over a stretch of, of model, which is maybe four or five millimeters, you know, when you're looking at it close up and you think, well, I've got to get a contrast that like the top part is going to be completely white. The bottom part will be completely black. And then I'm transitioning from those two things over such a short space. But when you then sit back and you hold that model out and you read it, from a distance as you should when yeah. you're you know from you know from at arm's length almost yeah then it start then it reads better and i think yeah. that's a an important sort of thing to think about when you're painting it's you often will feel like this is too much but yeah you don't want to judge it when you're painting it you want to paint it let it dry and then hold it further away from yourself and then you can see how it actually sits on the model in context and yeah. it will feel it will feel better at those yeah. moments so you just got to keep keep going in a way uh, um cool thank you uh for that entry we will move then on to another uh repeat entrant we have freak jan otherwise known as fj hamming uh mm -hmm. on i think uh discord and he mm -hmm. has done senior massacre yes and he also requested level two level two Yes. yes. Okay. Freak Jan, amazing uh, senior massacre. I love it. Again, I, you, you've sent in a couple of pieces. I love the base work you're doing. They're very thematic. Um, this time I also love your lighting setup. It's really dramatic. It does, however, uh, make it kind of hard to see some parts because it's very, uh, the, the light is very stark. Um, so it's... Uh, it's some. I'm, I'm, I wasn't ex exactly sure which parts are painting and which parts is just <laughs> the, the light of the light box um, creating those effects. Um, but I can see that you uh, did some nice OSL on the on this uh, on the face mask, and yes, and that you again made great use of your very dark red light green color scheme to create this menacing look on him, which I really really like. Yeah, I agree. I think the you're right about the menacing quality of this. I think we've talked in previous episodes about Frick's work and how he is really good at creating a feeling. And obviously, he's, yeah. as you mentioned, he's done this with the photography even even more so than than in previous uh, entrants. But that um, doesn't count. <laughs> yes, but but I think also with the paint job, I was really I I was I don't want to sort of jump the gun on the critique, but I was gonna critique that it is very dark. I mean, obviously the photography is dark, but I think the color use is dark as well. Yeah. But I feel like that is intentional. I, I feel like it, it looks very washed out, but yeah. it's like he's operating at night. It's sort of, he's almost painted it as if you were looking at it in the dark. He's also yeah. shot it, so it looks quite dark yeah. as well. But I really like that feeling of like, yeah. you know, if you were, if you happen to be outside in the dark and you encountered him, you know that bright red uniform that you see on like the studio 
outfit would look like this. It would look yeah. really washed out and dark yeah. and dingy. Uh, yeah. And as you say, he's come with these bright, bright green popping eyes and the sword, which yeah. he's done previously, which, as you say, works yeah. great. Really nice. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to, because level two basically just asks for like one thing to improve on. I'm just going to say one thing for improvement, which um, since uh, Fregian, you, uh, the main thing you're trying to achieve is atmosphere. I'm just going to um, encourage you to try out one thing, which is to um, go further on the contrast, but on the scope of the whole model, because if if all you try to achieve is like one effect that works on the battlefield, what you could do with him, for example, with this like dark effect, dark menacing effect you're trying to achieve is to actually keep the lower half of the model really dark. Like don't even try to highlight up to a lighter red. Just keep it to from a to like a black dark red, and then just use the higher reds just on the upper parts of the model, the ones that would like stick out into the light, the helmet, the arm, the knee that's sticking out the the upper left leg and something like that to just create this really overall effect of parts that are in the shadow parts that are in the light because i think that would for the thing that you're trying to achieve with your painting style i think that would take it to the next level yeah i agree with that um am i just uh, again one one thing to call out uh, i think the base is really good but i mm -hmm. don't think it matches the model for what we've just been saying about how it's got this dark tone you know it looks like he's operating at night the base is actually quite brightly colored that's um, true it's got this sort of sand sand effect on there yeah. he could have gone you know have the same have basically the same basing like base it as you've got it but just paint it then and like tone it down bring in some grays and some and you know blue dark blues or dark greens or whatever it is that you want to yeah tone in with whatever the colors are existing there and yeah. bring it right down so it washes that out as well yeah and that will really also bring that extra feel <laughs> so yeah nice job rick really good uh moving swiftly on we have a new entrant this time we have evo blazek with his uh, trisha multipass as he is called it and uh yeah what do you think of this one chris Quick question. Do we want to talk about both his pieces as well? Because he also sent in the Rudra for the S3 and S4 category. And if you want to, we could talk about both at the same time. Yeah. Why not? All right. Let's do it. Yes. Both done in the classic Aleph color scheme, the studio scheme with purples and whites and yellows. Um, Unfortunately, you only sent in two pictures each, and it doesn't give us the perspectives of of like all sides of the model. So we, I kind of only can critique <laughs> the front of both models yeah. because I don't get to see the back. Um, and first off, I think you did a good um, recreation of the studio uh, the studio version from the base with this like. Uh, light blue effects with the stripes to um, the way all the colors are applied to the different parts of or like you, you recreated those colors really nice bright red orange red fiery red on Trisha's hair um, and 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 the and I like the as, as well the like pinkish light sources on the on the Rudra um, so good job there and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do my whole part, and then you can do your whole part this time. How about sure, that, Thomas? Sure, yeah. Um, sure. 
I, th I think the first thing that I noticed, you chose level two, so I'm just gonna also just gonna mention one thing. It lo looks like a lot of your mini is dry brushed. Um, and if you want to, um, if you want to take it to the next level, I would encourage you to actually use more actual like light, even just light blending, because you can I, like you. I can see that the like from the hair, the way you painted Trisha's hair that you know how to blend and you know how to do like like reflections and stuff like this a little bit. Um, so um, to take it to the next level, try the same, like for example, on the pants and on the gun and the and the arms, uh, because all of that looks dry brushed to me. And similarly on the on the Rudra. Um, so try to do some more actual edge highlighting with with uh, with your brush instead of relying on the dry brush as much. That's me. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't have a lot to add. Uh, I want to thank Eva for sending it in. I agree with the hair, it looks really cool. I like the little bit of freehand as well on the Rudra, which yes. matches it with the studio scheme. The yellow is mm -hmm. really clean and tidy and looks very nice. Um, but yeah, the same uh, the same critique on the dry brush. I mean, it, it looks fine, it looks really good for the tabletop. It, you know. You see that on the table, you go, yes, it's that's that's the LF scheme works really nicely. Uh, but if you want to, as you say, take it to the next level, um, we are here to critique the painting, then probably uh, less on the dry brush and more on, you know, uh, specific edge highlighting and, and blending. And I would always say also also just add the base. I can see you've gone for the it, it also looks like the studio scheme base. Mm -hmm. uh, but could have just gone a bit harder with the colors to give it a bit mm -hmm. more of a pop. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, a uh, really lovely, lovely bit. I like that. I like those, both of those models, actually. Really nice. Thank you, Evo. Moving swiftly on, we have another uh, person who's coming with two entries this time, I believe. We have uh, another returning painter, Rant Casey, aka at Grocked Bandwidth uh, on, uh, I think, Instagram, Discord. Uh, mm -hmm. And we have uh, Cordelia Turner first. Yes. And I believe another one was there another one as well yes the, the the motorized bounty hunter and the motorized bouncer so we can take them both at the same time all right let's start with cordelia um first of all she looks super cute <laughs> i love the <laughs> color choices i love the dark eye shadows uh and the and the and the big anime eyes and you painted them well looking to the left that looks really great yeah. i love the the striped pants, uh, the striped, um, not even pants, but like um, leggings. Leggings, right? That was the word. Um, and and lots of colors, and I'm surprised how well they work together. I wouldn't have thought that. Um, I wouldn't have thought that like pink and olive and purple and blue and red and <laughs> and there's okay. another green tone there, and then you have the the hair. But it surprisingly works. The only thing I don't think works is the pinkish, uh, the pink uh, line of fire markers on the base. They are a little bit too distracting. But the colors mm -hmm. on the model itself all work. I, I agree yeah. completely. I, I love the look on the face. Um, mm. We've had work from from right before, and he uses this quite muted. They're quite they're quite rich tones, but they're it doesn't really push hard into into contrast. But it still works really nicely. And yeah, the face. I think what 
how that works well is that it allows things like the face to really sing out. You, you've got that's easily the lightest part of the model and he's having painted those eyes looking up to one side. I think it's uh, yeah, a lovely touch, really nice. So I think the one thing I'm going to say is consistency. Again, the the uh, for example, her bags on the back don't seem like they have been highlighted at all. Um, similarly with like the boots, and there's just very, very rough highlights on the weapons. So not all parts se seem to have uh, received the same amount of attention as others, which is always a shame because when you when you put attention to it, Brent, they look great, like you can see with with, the, with her hair and her eyes. And to actually to to talk about her, the bounty hunter as well, it's the same there. Uh, beautiful yeah. face, beautiful uh, orange armor, beautiful hair. Um, but it seems like you didn't want to paint the bike, <laughs> or you decided. <laughs> that the kind of effect you were going for didn't need edge highlights. But I would say no matter what material you're painting, it needs edge highlights, even if it's they're just like light edge highlights um, or even some, some basic black lining, like the back part of the motorcycle there. There's just like no differentiation between certain parts. Um, so just see see things through to the end and and see if you can or like the, the the tires as well they just have some very very rough gray edge highlighting uh but they would probably require some some basic gradients from black to like dark gray to make them look like yeah. i think the bike one's a really good example of that because as you say the hair is great lovely light yeah. on the top and darker purple you can see also her uh backside is really nicely painted it's yeah. also nicely sculpted, so I can see why I wouldn't spend much time on that. But the other elements here, you say the tires particularly, her standing foot. And yeah, I really like the bike, actually. But I, you, you are completely correct. It's lacking in, you know, uh, edge highlighting and whatnot. But it's a beautiful color. I think, and this is my, my big praise when I was sort of jumping back and forth now, but my big praise for, for Rant is his color choice. Um, it's just a beautiful tone of blue that he's achieved there. And the yeah. same with the orange arm, armor pads and then the pink hair. They all just tone really nicely together. And then he's also got the blue, little blue lights on her, like, headgear, um, yeah. like visor or whatever it is. So it's kind of tying the bike and the, and the top of the model and the bike at the bottom together, yeah. which is a really nice touch. But, but yeah. again, just uh, lacking, in, lacking in finish. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame because, like you said, at beautiful volumes, like you, I think that was created with an airbrush, I would say. Otherwise, incredible yeah. technique and blending stuff with the brush because it's super smooth. And it's this really beautiful volume of this light blue on top and the dark blue on the bottom. Works really well. It just needs edge highlights. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you, Ron. Uh, really nice couple of pieces there. Uh, we move on to our final uh, S1, S2. And it also, we'll have a S4 as well. Uh, that is our ever, ever reliable and enjoyable Fuwa Fuwaru uh, coming with the new Chimera for Nomads. Oh, and also the S4, which is actually an uh, uh, Interplanetario exclusive uh, Chibi Corvus, the, the crow thing flying a little ship, crow ship. That's, that's <laughs> the best way I can describe it. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I don't think it has an official name yet. It's some kind of yeah. Chibi pulpy miniature yeah. uh but let's start with the chimera so the the first thing i'm going to highlight this time actually is the base 
The base is super cleanly done and it has some beautiful gradients and some beautiful contrast work done. And it was, I have to admit, kind of the first thing that drew my eye. Um, so amazing job on the base. And otherwise, um, wait, what did he choose? Level three. Really, yeah. Yeah, he was All very right. explicit about, about really ripping it down. So <laughs> feel All free. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, then I'm just going to be super blunt and say that the pieces that Furufuru has sent in so far, and he has, I think, participated in every in every yes, uh, contest. Everyone, yeah, yeah. They are all of the same quality, so um, the quality is not bad. You're you're a good painter, and your and your skin tones every time, and you paint a lot of skin on your models. The the basic way you paint these skin tones is really well done, really well executed every time. But um, I would really encourage you to try to to go further to improve those. And for example, for the skin tones, it would be uh, to um, to increase the contrast and try to increase it over the whole model. So choose a light source and then really, for example. For this model, the face should be the brightest part. It should al almost always be the brightest part, but especially in this model, if the light comes from the top, the face should be the brightest part. But her abs are brighter than most of her face, and that just doesn't look right. And as well, and the abs as well. Like, yes, there is uh, there are highlights there, but most of the torso, most of her belly, is the same dark color. So you can choose more intermediate steps. You can go brighter. And you can smoothen those those uh, those shades, uh, those those blendings. You can see the the, bl the brush strokes on the the I'm sorry, the individual brush strokes on the legs and all of yeah. that. So especially since the focus points of your models is so much skin tone, try to use more thin more and thinner layers, some like thin blending, even try out some wet blending if you want to, to get those really smooth skin tones. Okay, well, moving on, we now come to our top three for the S1, S2 category. We have a top three in, well, in any category where there are a lot of entries. And uh, so far in the history of the IGL painting competition, S1, S2 has always has the most. So uh, there's always a high level of entries, of course, uh, and there's always a lot of entries. So we, we try to give as much credit to the people as we can. And so we have a top three uh, going into S, uh, S1 and S2. Uh, and in third place is Sam Garn, Leo Martin, uh, otherwise known on Instagram as at Triumcorp, uh, with their uh, Toha. I believe it is, <laughs> but it's a conversion. So I, I actually don't know. I can't recall which, which specific uh, unit is supposed to be. Um, what do you think about this one, Chris? I love it. It's a really, it's a really cool conversion. I was completely unable to tell uh, what kind of mini it was supposed to represent until I read. Songarn was uh, um, kind enough to send us basically an explanation i'm just opening this up he sent it to us in his email so it is um it's a sigma tacule um so i don't know what that means because the sigma are combined army and the tacule is toha but maybe he's doing like a 
Sigma version of Toha. Looks like it. Yeah, I, and the part, I think so, yeah. And yeah. the parts he used was a Fracta Spitfire for the body, a Kodali for the hairs or like the tentacles, the Gartarsos combi for the arms, a Markrep sniper for the head, and no green stuff at all. So that's pretty yeah. impressive. And it, it looks is. amazing. It does. And it does. I think what I love the most about this mini is the color scheme. And this is not to detract from the technique. It's really, really good. But it's such a unique color scheme that I would not have expected to work. It's this teal, but also like yellowish green armor. It's the, the red symbio armor. And then like fleshy horns and hair and blue-green weapons. And that all with like a neutral gray NMM armor to tie it together. And it looks amazing. And then pink OSL, pink light sources. Yeah. Really, really, eyes, really, really bro, good glowing eyes, good. Yeah. Great technique. Um, I, I, I don't have off the top of my head, I don't remember which level he chose. I think it was two or At three. Three. Oh, he chose number three. Cool. Um, Maybe it was two. Yeah. So in that case, I'm I'm just gonna because a lot of the things I've already mentioned with other things, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say one quick thing to Sungarn, and that is uh, apply the level of technique that you are obviously able to pull off to every part of the miniature. I think you can see it quite well in the composite image, uh, where like his NMM work is very smooth and very nice. You can see it on the armor on the on the left leg, but yeah. the symbio the symbio armor work is just not as smooth. And the the like the separation with black lining from the armor to the straps is not as uh, like it's, in some parts it's not really there. And the weapon didn't get the kind of attention that the armor did in some parts and stuff like that. So. Um, that's like it's it's a great piece, but that's the reason it's uh, on uh, place three and not place two or one because in my opinion it didn't uh, it didn't apply the 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 painting level that Songarn is ab obviously able to pull off to all parts of the model. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I I uh, I will admit to to being a somewhat biased here. I love this conversion i love toha and i love this as you said the paint scheme and i even really like the style of his painting i for me if it was just me um judging for myself <laughs> this, <laughs> this would win because I, I just love it this it's one of those things where I, the other entries as you say there is a reason why it's in third there are other entries which are technically better um but for me this is just a beautiful model um the colors as you say are great the osl is lovely um yeah. and yeah i, I, I forgot I just, to mention the gold there's even gold in there which just yeah. there's so many colors and they all work together it's great and the thing is all the colors apart from the red but even the red a little bit on like the backside, it all really pastel colors as well yeah it's it's all really muted in this really interesting way so there's no like like it's, I think maybe the reason why I like it is it's it's almost the complete opposite of the way I paint. Like when mm -hmm. I when I'm painting, I I pick you know one or two really strong colors, 
usually black and white feature quite heavily in like big blocks and it's and it, and i'm it's really i try to make something really visually impactful this is really visually impactful but in completely the opposite way than than i would approach it yeah. um, which i think is maybe why I, I like it so much um but and i get I think you are right oh go on no no uh, Finn, sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna agree with your your critique. I think on the composite image, there is that, like as you say, the armor on the left leg is really great, but then the you can see it particularly on the right buttock, I guess. <laughs> yes. Uh, where there's there's like a white a white patch. It's just a white patch. You know, it, it needed more. It needed it to be tidier. Um, yeah. There's a few little examples of that where it's it just lets it down a little bit i do uh, understand your bias though I've, i've seen his stuff on the forums and mm. um enthusiastically commented on there as well because i like all of his you can if you want to you can see more of of his toha in that style on the forums and they're yeah. all great they all look amazing so i was when i saw his stuff i was like oh i have to be careful not to be biased as well because i yeah. just love the whole army and i wonder Maybe I'll just ask him on the forums. I wonder how he came up with that color scheme, because that's mm. so unique. But yeah, it let's is. keep moving. Yeah, lovely job, Sangon. Um, right next up is and it was it was pretty close for me because I, I also love this one as well. This is uh, Ed Vincent Villaver Villaver Villaver. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, with his uh, you. Mm, I forget the name. Heavy infantry hacker, uh, camo hacker for the for deploy it's the, guy. It's the Zensha. Zensha, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I love this model. Very cool model. And he's done a lovely job. What do you think of this one, Chris? Ah, uh, well, there's a reason it's it's in it's in second place. So this one is a lovely, lovely, lovely gold NMM. Um, Or like even yellow, like I'm not sure if it's gold or yellow, but either way, it looks great. I don't even care. Like some parts yeah. of it are shaded in a way that it looks almost gold, but the highlights are not like the reflections aren't pulled up all too like too too white that high that it looks like gold. It looks more like yellow, but it's awesome. And there's really smooth blending here. There's uh, a great color scheme, just this time very simple. Um, but also great, great work on the base that looks great. The uh, great shading on the on the on the rock there, and then it has this cool cape that uses this like I don't know it like especially when you look at the backside, it looks like it's supposed to have this like shimmering these shimmering edges, uh, even as if it were like like an electrical. Yeah. I don't know thing thing there, and then there's some some simple but beautiful free hands, all these little colorful dots. It's just an it's a unique idea. It's a unique implementation, and it's really really well done, and and especially because as you might notice have noticed by now, I value consistency, and it is very consistent across the whole model, which is why, even though it was close, in my opinion, it, it put it over Sangarn's uh, Takiul. Yeah. The only the only reason it's not number one is because, in my opinion, the cloak lacks contrast and depth. 
the cloak has this beautiful freehand on it, but the rest of it looks very flat, especially from the front. It just has these like super stark edge highlights, but no real blending or anything else. And I'm not sure what kind of effect he was trying to pull off by using that, but I'm going to be harsh here. I don't know if he chose two or three, <laughs> but it didn't. He's the only didn't. person who didn't actually choose it. Oh, okay. Well, then he should have gotten two <laughs> um, <laughs> or even one. But it, in my opinion, it doesn't quite work out. I think the cloak should have gotten some more depth, some more contrast. Yeah. But otherwise, amazing job, amazing, amazing job. Yeah, I uh, I agree with your assessment. Uh, it, it is a it's a stunning job, and I think your characterizing it as consistent it, it is so consistent i think that's that's what really drew drew my eyes you look at it and you think that looks good and then you keep looking at it and every detail that your eye falls on is really cleanly and crisply picked out um, yeah. the paint is really matte it's really clean um and i think the you, the correct criticism about the cloak in a weird sort of way really uh Kind of highlights the cleanness because the cloak is incredibly clean it's this it, it's yeah basically it reads basically as black but it's gray um but he just hasn't quite as you say hasn't really pushed the volumes enough there's only a couple of like deep shadow sections of it it is quite flat you know it, it's quite hanging quite flat over the body of the miniature it, yeah. the miniature is standing still so it's not in motion or anything there's not tons of folds but i think he could have introduced more into that you know use what little sculpting is in it and just push that a little further yeah um that that really would have just pushed it over the edge even even if you wanted to use some directional lighting for the cloak where he put just some areas in general more into shadows and some and picked some others out more to just give the cloak volume because you're right it is the it's like there aren't super deep folds on there but you need to you need to give it volume so it so it looks good and it's and it's and there think, it's just not enough yeah yeah i think even with the limited amount of sculpt that's in there it could have just pushed the like i'm looking at the front of the model and there's yeah. one fold which is just above where his gun is laying yeah. across his lap his yeah. knee and there's yeah. this fold and it, it looks really nice like it's 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 one of the only folds on the very front of the model yeah. And you can see he's got some contrast there. You know, the flat against the body yeah. is dark. There's a lighter section and then darker beneath. If he just pushed the contrast on that, like it's already there. He's already doing it, but he just needed to push it harder um, yeah. to really sell that feeling, of, you know, sell the sell the, sell the the miniature a bit more in that respect. And, but I mean, this and, is hugely nit nitpicking because yeah. it's beautiful. While we're nitpicking, though, I have one more nitpick. And uh, because we're talking about contrast, and that's the base as well. Um, I said the base is really nice, and it is, but I always I always encourage people, if they ask me, <laughs> but, well, let me say I encourage myself most times <laughs> to, to push the contrast on the base as well, to have, if there's the mini standing on there, let's create, let's, let's simulate a shadow where we put the middle of the base, make it darker, and then go lighter to the outside, so you have also this kind of illusion of volume on the base and that's a little yeah. bit lacking here yeah it's there on the on the rock on the tactical rock but not on the rest of the yeah. base and that makes it look a little bit inconsistent okay yeah. but again 
really, really great job. Yeah, fantastic. And yeah. such a Thank cool you model. For sending oh my in. gosh, I love this yeah. model. <laughs> it's cool, isn't it? I recently started collecting Dash app. I already uh, have, have a big Hack Islam collection, or I did. I sold a bunch of it so I could start Dash out and a few other things. And yeah. this model was one of the reasons I wanted. I was like, I want to use that. Seriously, cool if list. I if I ever were to go into Yujing, this would be the faction starter for me. This model. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, maybe maybe I will one day. Um. Anywho, thank you very much, Ed or Ed Vincent or Mr. Villaver, uh, however you'd like to be referred to. Um. We will move on to our first place in the S2 S1 to S2 category. Uh, and that is uh, first entrant, but long time online presence in the painting community in the Discord and uh, other places is six foot two koala uh, with his model he entitled, You Did What to My Robot? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what do you think of this one? Well, first of all, I want to congratulate him on um, submitting, I think it's the first tag rate mini. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was I Quick forget? Turnaround. Was there another tech rate mini in the other entries today? I'm not sure, no. but I don't think so. Think so. so this is no. like the Nomad Engineer from Tag Rate, which seems to be just a, like a reposed monstrucker with a different, yeah. with a giant wrench instead of weapons. And yeah. well, I mean, there's a reason it got first place. There's some incredible stuff on this mini. First of all. Uh, they put it on a very nice scenic base, which is incredibly well done. So uh, lots of different colors there really get this muddy feeling, right? The the pipes coming out. It's just, it's a great scene. And then I love there's... The, I love the rusty pipes. They're so cool. Yeah, seriously. And at the same time, it doesn't distract, like it doesn't distract too much from the model because the model itself is super, it stands out with this super crisp M&MM um very very nicely done um cool color scheme with like this orangey red and then this um more like blood bloody red on the wrench some green to contrast with that and then otherwise some neutral colors very very well done skin all the materials are well done some incredibly fine work on the eyes i'm impressed by that i cannot paint eyes that well <laughs> Um, like they're actually human looking. My eyes, most of the time, they end up looking anime looking because they <laughs> because it's just so tiny that the eyes are relatively big in comparison. But these are really, yeah. really well done. Even some nice shadow work on the like underneath the cap, the baseball cap. Um, I can't really find much fault on this in this mini. The only really nitpicky, small nitpicky thing I can I can point out is, in my opinion, the the work underneath, like the the white shirt, isn't too smoothly done in all parts. Um, and there is this one section of her bag that he either forgot or just didn't see, that just uh, isn't. It doesn't it looks like it's just not finished the lower left part yeah. of her back um but that's you could, like you could be you could be charitable and say it's a shadow or yeah but then it's a not but... very smoothly done shadow but that's like yeah. super nitpicky otherwise like yeah this one wins the s2 category just because of everything that's done so well with this one 
Yeah, I mean, I agree uh, with everything you said. Uh, I think for me, you know, I, I, we, we try our best on the IGL painting competition to to have a unanimous decision about painting, and I and I fully agree. We had a unanimous decision about who won. However, I think for me, and it's and it's more of a taste thing than a technical thing. Is I'm not super keen on the NMM on the boots. Um, it's a little too kind of dramatically, you know, it's like white straight to black in some areas, which is fine. I mean, that's me on a taste side. I don't think it's not badly executed. Uh, I think it's just not my style. Um, and this, this is me looking for fault because otherwise it's like, yeah, it's beautiful. I, I actually hadn't noticed the the missed section on the bag, which is a fair comment. But otherwise, I mean, the model is excellent. I think for me, the, the face you already called out, but it's, it's the star of the show. Um, yeah. He's done such a good job, as you say, picking out the eyes in, in very, very minute detail. And and he's, as you say, you've got the shadow, shadow from the cap brim. And then just, there's just so much character in there. It, it's sculpted with a serious face. But the way mm-hmm. he's painted it with the shadow of the cap brim and the eyes, really, like, the the title really fits it. Like, she's just communicating. She's just communicating so much I, uh, so much anger through her mm-hmm. sort of stare. You mm-hmm. can you can imagine you can imagine her saying the line <laughs> of the title yeah. of the piece uh, in such a brilliant way. So, yeah, I, it's a very worthy winner for the category um, and a very excellent piece. Uh, thank you very much, Six Foot Two Koala. You know, uh, I, I'm going to just want add one more thing, just because you mentioned the boots, and I think I understand what you mean. Um, to me. The thing is, like, technically, it's super well done. It doesn't mm. fit the atmosphere. Like, it doesn't fit 100% the rest of the thing because you would imagine that someone that is walking around in an area like this, first of all, the boots would be much dirtier, muddier, and more scratched. Yeah. Like, it, like it's super clean uh, metal for the fact that she's supposed mm. to be, you know, working rough stuff. In the mind. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have yeah. expected more scratches and and like some I don't know some pigments maybe to just to simulate dirt simulate dirt on the on the bottom of the boots and stuff like that. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably where you. Yeah. I wasn't articulating myself very well, but I think that's right. It, it's it, it's very clean and it's. It, I guess it, she and you could say this for the whole model. She doesn't quite fit where she is. Like yeah. it's this very muddy, very dirty place that she's clearly standing in and it's like she's just been like teleported there um mm-hmm. from a from a color and like cleanliness perspective in terms of the model you know yeah hair and, hair and all those kind of things that he could have he could have included um but again a, a, a minor critique um in terms of the technical aspects of it because it's it's very very well executed yeah um so yeah great thank you uh, once again six or two koala we hope to see you entering once more uh, we will move swiftly along to, uh, well, we will actually gloss over the S3, S4 category because we've already talked about all of those pieces. Uh, Rant Casey with his uh, mobile, uh, sorry, not mobile, uh, motorized bounty hunter. Uh, Ivo Blazek with his um, Rudra gunbot and Fuwakawaru with his pulpy in a weird jet thing. Uh, <laughs> thing. So, 
Yeah. We'll we'll gloss over those. We've already talked about them. Move straight on to the S5 category. And we only, unfortunately, have one entry uh, into the S5 category. And it is Yalaz Uzkanli. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yalaz, feel free to let me know if I'm getting it wrong. Um, with his uh, Alpha Seed with HMG. What do you think of this one, Chris? I do distinctly remember that Yalas asked for level three. <laughs> he yes, he did in a very good way. <laughs> he really went. He did a like a meme thing and sent sent us a screenshot of Doom with like yeah. the nightmare setting. <laughs> so yeah. Well, so if he wants the nightmare setting, he he gets the nightmare setting. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. First of all. Um, what I love about this model is that Yalas, yeah, that's what that was his first name, um, mm-hmm. apparently already has a very, very good understanding of how different materials work. And you can see that um, mostly in this huge gun belt on his on the on the giant heavy machine gun that this guy is wearing. But also on the armor itself, like there are some like the the way the the armor is highlighted, it shows that he really understands how light is reflected off the armor, and wait, oh, this, there's only two pictures. I was wondering where's the third, <laughs> where the third perspective is. Um, so I can't there see. Third, I can't... There is a third perspective. Um... Oh, then I forgot to download that one. Yeah, but I mean, um, it's, it's uh, so you've got like front, then you've got right side and left side. So okay. uh, there's no like back side, unfortunately. Okay, that's that's fine now. Um, and yes, and, and most of all, you can see this on this very nice reflection on the gun belt, um, how how that, yeah, how that light is consistently reflecting from every part of there. So I like it's very very well done and i also love the 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 yellow golden golden sunglasses that he's wearing the alpha seat is just such an awesome model both both sculpts are just amazing um and for for (laughs) for level three critique i would encourage uh, yalas to take that apparent knowledge of materials and just push it much much further um basically what what's what's missing from this model is the kind of contrast that he's pulling off on the on the guns applied on the armor the armor um like it's i i'm just i'm pretty sure he's trying to pull off a metallic effect there as well but it's just not using enough contrast to do that. It's the, the green is almost consistently green. The shadows, there are shadows and there are highlights, but they're just not pushed nearly far enough to to uh, get that effect across. You can you can push the green almost to white. You can push it in the in the in the shadows almost to black. Even if you don't want to create a metallic effect, you can still just use so much more contrast on that. And I think otherwise it's, I, th- I feel it's always a little bit hard to, to know how to judge different painters because, and I don't want to 
I don't mean this in any way, in like a negative way, but to me, this piece tells me like this is more of a like a beginner piece than of like a super highly advanced painter. Um, so on that level, I think you would already get so much farther if you if you um, take the contrast thing and then just work on your brush control to get those edge highlights smoother, to get your blends a little bit smoother. Uh, not, oh, sorry, not the, the, the edge highlights, not smoother, but like crispier. Um, mm. And to get these finer lines, which just make such a difference on these, on these wonderful infinity models with all their sharp edges. That would be me. Yeah, um, I I agree with that critique. I think um, I have some sympathy with the LST. I, 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 you know, I, I don't know any more than you do about this, but I feel like he's what he really wanted to go for was a dark green. Like yes. He wanted it to look dark, and that's ob obvious from the painting, right? Um, and I, myself, am currently struggling <laughs> to paint. I was previously struggling to paint a dark blue, and I'm now struggling to paint a dark green on my Aleph models. And there is a there is a there's a point where you don't want to go any higher with your highlights because it's taking away from the darkness of what you're trying to communicate. Yeah. It's uh, it's quite challenging, actually, to be like, I'm going to paint this as a dark color. Like I want it to look shadowed. I want it. I want it to be a, a racing green or a deep navy blue. Like th yeah. that's that's fine. But when you think about how do I execute on that? With yeah. armor, it's perhaps easier. I think you can go for more high edge highlights. I think Yellows could have definitely done that, and it would yeah. still have red as, as a very dark green. I'm personally struggling with fabric at the moment, which is kind of like, how do I make this? <laughs> yep. How do I make it visible, but also dark? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Tell me about it. It's just yeah. trying to paint a, a holy black army. And how do yes. you paint black? <laughs> without it not looking black. But the, the thing I found out in this process is apparently the thing that works the most is um, allow yourself to push the the contrast further than you think it you should, but really, really reduce the space that you're using it on. So like with dark blue or dark green, keep most of it dark green. And then, depending on the material, take the the highest edges. And if it's metal, you can go up to white. If it's fabric, obviously, you should probably not go up to white. But go to a pretty light space so you still have this contrast, but just use it in very few places on, and on, in, in a very small area to to get the, the color that you want across. And... But yeah, but keep it's the challenge is to keep most areas still pretty dark to yeah. in order not to change the color that you want to achieve. Yeah. Well, there you go, Yalas. Um, that's I think a good piece of advice for for this for scene and for any other um, you know hack Islam if you're going with this scheme for more models. Um, I think that you can really. Yeah, and in fact, he has actually. There are one or two spots where you can see he's gone. He's gone for it. Actually, there's a shot yeah. from the right side. Yeah, uh, where you can see his right leg, and all along the sort of right side of the thigh, from the sort of buttock plate 
along to almost the knee. He's actually gotten these little nice little highlights, which works really nicely, but they aren't on enough of the model, uh, yeah. basically. Um, if he'd done just that level all over, it would have been much, much better. Mm -hmm. um, and as you say, he can also obviously push it even further than, than what he's than what he's done so far. Uh, and as you pointed out, like he, with the reflection on the on the gun belt on his gun, like he clearly understands, yeah, how to how to achieve that. Um, he just as we as we had critique for most people today, um, you've just got to push it a little further and take take what you know and take what you can do and apply it everywhere because it, it you know I think. People tend to be quite critical about their own painting, and you should be. Um, you know, you, we see tons of incredible work online all the time uh, that just looks just outrageously good. And mm -hmm. I think that's raised the level for a lot of people. But you can actually see people are probably overall a little bit better than than they think they are. You know, the level of painting is actually quite high yeah. in general, but it tends to only really happen in one or two spots on people's models. Yeah. Um, like with the allies, which with is the also lenses. understandable because, like a model yeah. like this, I just painted, I just painted an alpha seat, and it takes forever. There's so much armor. I, I totally yeah. feel with everyone who just says at some point, it's fine, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave yeah, it yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I've done that many, many times. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the you, you mentioned his yellow lenses. I think they're really beautifully executed. You know, he's got a little. Yeah. He's got like a the direct light reflection of little white spots in the corner, but yeah. then he's got like an internal reflection that's in close to the sort of nose area of the face. Um, yeah. That's really nicely nicely achieved. Um, yeah, uh, I hopefully yeah, as we've been sufficiently critical, uh, we could also talk about the base could be a little better as well. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think yeah, we've been I brutal think, enough. <laughs> yes, we've been sufficiently critical there. Um, that's us done with the allies. Uh, I guess we can say you're the winner of the S5 category because there was no other entrance. So congratulations on that one. Uh, moving that. on then to our f final category is the S628 uh, category. And we have a couple of doozies. Uh, we will start with Alex Chu, uh, also known on Instagram as at AEXChu1004, with his piece called The Goodest Boy. What do we think to this one, Chris? I think that it is the goodest boy. <laughs> yeah, I is. think it is the best, uh, the best devil dog I've seen so far. So this is the U.S. Ariadna um, uh, dog dog warrior version, and oh my lord, are there many things that are great with this one? Okay, uh, let's start with the color scheme. Just beautiful stuff. Some like synthwave armor parts from from purple to pink, uh, very unusual but very well done. Some incredibly light work, uh, incredible light work with like a, a a yellow light source that's coming from the front right, and that is coloring and correctly coloring the parts of the model in a more yellowish tone compared to the rest. Um, there is some beautiful shading and gradient work and weathering work on the on the belts uh, on the on the bags for example and i think the highlight of this is something you only notice if you look closely but he he was so kind to send a composite image that really really shows that he created a mirror effect on the blade 
that is mirroring the face. He basically free-handed the face of the dark warrior on the blade so that he's looking at himself. And that that would be the winning thing for this miniature. That alone, just because the idea is so cool, it's really well executed, it's just so amazing. If, and that, and I'm really, really sorry to say this in this case, um, I wouldn't have some consistency issues again. And for me, yeah. that is mostly the legs, uh, especially from the back. Um, the legs look like they're almost just like dry brushed. And it's such a shame because like there are so many parts that the, on this model that are just perfectly done. And obviously like, I don't know which level he chose, uh, but like if you if you went up to the highest level, obviously you could say, well, the, the edge highlights could be crisper, the, the line work could be a little bit smoother, some some um, uh, some blends could be a little bit smoother and stuff like that. But just in general, this piece has so much going for it um, that I'm really, really sad to see these few parts where it just seems like there wasn't spent as much effort as on the rest, and again, I understand because I don't know how much time he put in, in the into the blade alone. Like this is mm. insane. Um, yeah, I, I believe, yeah. If, if I recall correctly, Alex Chu is a uh, was his entry was sent in by the Chicken King, who did. Uh, oh yeah, he chose Kusa three Bani. for everyone. <laughs> he chose three for everybody apart from himself. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I mean, we can be, and I think, I, I, in a weird sort of way, I feel like it's right to be critical of this because it's so good. Like, yeah. that blade reflection is just outrageously good. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's brilliant. Like, it's, it's yeah. totally brilliant. I, I wouldn't have even thought of doing it. Never mind yeah. trying to execute it. Yeah. To think, oh, this, this blade would be reflective. Oh, and I could do reflection of his face. And yeah. then actually try and do it, like, and and really execute it in a brilliant way. It's yeah. just so impressive, so so impressive. And as you mentioned, like the the this sort of not the object lighting, but the directional lighting, uh, it looks like he's sort of standing under a street light. The light is so yellow, mm -hmm. um, which just look is so effective. You know, when you and see the that shadows on image, the base are so well done, like clear shadow work, clear shadow lines and stuff. Like the base looks super realistic. Just yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but as you said, I think you know, to be critical, there, there are some consistency issues. The ones you pointed out for me, the backside of the knife is lacking. It's it's N &M. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and he's done such an incredible job at the front, and then the back is a bit rough, really. Uh, yeah. When we look at the quality that he can achieve, uh, and then you know he's sort of fallen down a little bit in those little spots. But yeah. I mean, that's not to take away from from the overall effect uh when you sort of stand back and you and you look at the miniature you're like yes it does exactly what you want it to do it looks terrific um yeah superb thank you alex Chu, for entering um again i love this one so to... much i just have to say it one more time <laughs> <laughs> yeah but okay last we'll, we'll one move... yes we'll move on to our last entry it is mike geyser or, or geyser uh otherwise known on Instagram, and I believe Discord as well, as the Grumpy Painter, or at Grumpy Painter. Uh, and he has entered with the ITS 15? 
is it or 14 um marut the exclusive to the its box yeah uh, what do you think to this one chris well i think this is the fastest from my side because i cannot paint better than this so i'm just like all yeah. right you win <laughs> 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 uh, this is i mean i for, with this one i could i could just uh gush over it and say how amazingly done how ma amazingly well done it is from uh from the osl on the blade to the beautiful nmm on the weapon on the barrels to the super fine and crisp and and yeah just nice weathering um i think he's using some decals um on the gun as yeah. well and they're perfectly placed and they look just awesome um everything is everything is on a consistently to use this word again high level i can't really find yeah. any piece where i'm where i'm seeing anything like ah oh, he didn't like he it's just awesome the base is great atmospheric it's technically i a think great, it's a great contrast as well with the model itself yes 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 the floor is like this dirty dirty kind of street side you know it's got muck and rubbish and yeah obviously the marut itself is this beautiful white yeah. although it is damaged but it's still yeah. very clean i don't know what the what the exact expression is in in english like like i give him my i tip my hat i give him my hat i eat my hat <laughs> like i just yeah, yeah. Like he can you have my, you, you, he can have my place like you obviously yeah. paint, paint better than me so what, um, what is the what is the term in german what would you say um i actually don't even remember that one now <laughs> okay well in english it's it's i would i tip my hat to you know it's like acknowledgement you you are the best <laughs> you've done a great great job well yeah that one exists i see by hoot i i lift my head but I, what i wanted to say is more like i concede like you win yeah I, like, okay yeah, you, yeah. You, i forfeit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i submit yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. I, I feel you i it's um it's an excellent piece um You've already said so much about it, and and I agree with it all. I, for me, what really, what I really love is actually the use of decals, um, mm -hmm. which I I wouldn't have if you'd asked me before, I saw this model, I said you know what's what's good about what would you like about models? I would never in a million years have said I really like good use of decals. Yeah, but he's just <laughs> used them so brilliantly. Yeah, um, and I don't know if they're like. If if there's a, a set of decals which are old, which I didn't know about, or if he's made some like custom ones, because on one of the fins it literally says Marut on it. I don't know if that's a decal or a freehand or a combination that might of both. Actually, be a freehand. It's um, because... it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because I've been I've been I've been talking about contrast so much. And how you should, if you're painting metal, you can take it up to pure white and all of that. And he's painting metal and he's not taking it to pure white. And it still looks so good. It looks, yeah. it, it gets the, the effect across. And I think it might even look better than if he had pulled it up to full white, which challenges me to overthink my process <laughs> and my approach yeah. to, to NMM, especially when painting black metal. 
but it's just yeah. it's so nicely done. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I agree with you. I, you're right. I mean, you would imagine that you would want to go to high white with that. And he's he's not gone. He's gone no higher than the white armor itself. Um, maybe slightly less, but I think it's good because it, it would probably draw your eye a little bit. And there's already a lot of white on the model. So he's made a very good choice there to go against what would be typical advice in this situation to to see to look at the model and see how he's going to paint it and see the color scheme and go no i'm not going to do that and, yeah. and and at this level you're going to say it has to have been a conscious choice i'm not going to go up to high white i'm going to leave it where it is because it looks better um, yeah. and because there's already a lot of white on here so it's going to end yeah. up it almost would be a bit too much of a glare on the model so it's really 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 intelligent painting as well as also yeah. painting and um, uh, one last thing that's amazing the the from a color scheme perspective he is painting the studio scheme but mm. he applied it in his own way and i love how he took the yellow that has been popping up a little bit in especially in oss miniatures mm. and just gave it to like this very very tiny part of the model just this one shoulder piece that's on the exact opposite side of the pinkish blade. Mm. And I just love that. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just such a great choice. It is just it is just one piece of yellow, isn't it? That's really interesting. Again, yeah. you would typically maybe go, I would do the opposite shoulder the same. You know, you mm -hmm. think go for the symmetry. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. Again, just a great choice. Because then if you're looking at the model from it's right side. So you're looking at the weapon in profile. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of yellow there. Yeah. And I think it would look a little strange if you had a, a spot of yellow on that side. Yeah. It would, it would maybe draw your eye too much away from the other areas of the model. But then yeah. you have this big yellow sort of in the more complex, complex visual kind of take on the other side with the yellow. It really sits really nicely in the sort of the center of the image. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very cleverly done. Um, and I love myself some asymmetry. It's always, if it's well executed, that always gives, makes the model so much more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I do think, like, I, because I was like, I need to find something. <laughs> I need to find <laughs> yeah. something. If, like, because I think they chose level two, so they asked for, like, something to where they could approve at least, like, one yeah. thing. And I think the only thing I can think of is the blade. The blade, I feel could have actually gone to white to to get across this energy energy blade feeling more where like if you have like this energy source somewhere in that blade at some point it would like you know it it would make it glow and that glow would comes across more strongly if you actually at some point pull it up to pure white and i think he could have done that and I think it would have made the blade a little bit, like even a little bit better than it already is. But that's maybe also just an opinion, and he may disagree with me on that. But that would be the only thing. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. I, I think I guess that it, it begs the question: what what effect is he going for with that? Yeah. Um, is it is it a glow? Is it some kind of like techno heat? Is it you know what? What is what does he want to achieve with that? 
Um, yeah. I think you're right. Like it's, I think I agree with you, but I think it is also maybe a, a question of style and of, of what you're, yeah. what you're trying to, to, what you're trying to say. Totally. Um, if I was going to uh, add any critique, um, it is quite tough. I think it's very minor, but like on the back of the model, you've got the bit of decal in the middle of the back, which is really nice. And as your mm-hmm. eye moves up the model, you've got these layered plates. Yeah. Maybe the highlight on the edge is a little, is a little, is a little mucky there. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you didn't even see it before. And I was really lucky. I was like, what, what could I, yeah. what could I really yeah. pull apart on this? Um, That's true. And we, and, and, and right, and right underneath it, you can see how crisp his edge highlights can be as they yeah. are on pretty much all of the models. So yeah, you could yeah. you could be incredibly nitpicky on that one. Like, hey, why are your edge lights highlights not as crisp there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean it's pretty minor. And you, and maybe I'd say the tactical tactical tech rock thing could be more more cleanly kind of uh realized, but I don't actually think it's that important. It's 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 a tactical yeah. rock, right? It's not actually yeah. You know, yeah. not what we're looking at. It's not, you know, I know it's yeah. a whole piece. It's yeah, we've got to, you've got to be critical because you know we also always talk about the basing and everything else, and the tactical rock is part of the model. Um, but I don't think it's so important to give it the you know full love that you might do to the rest of the model. You don't want it to yeah. draw your eye. Um, yeah, so yeah. Basically, the only piece of advice I can give Mike is you should enter your pieces in more difficult competitions <laughs> you are at that level you should what do you say chris our competition is very high standard I'm, I'm offended. it is I'm offended. it is and he and he won it so now he can yeah, yeah. now he now can... he can take the next step yeah 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 i agree i, I, I would like mike to enter again i i'd like to see more of his work it's very nice yeah um, but yes, Mike, go and go forth and conquer other other territories. Um, I think we're done. Are we done? Yeah, and we spoiled it, right? Or, I already kind of said. Yes. Said yes. Well. Um, yeah. So superfluous drum roll. Yes, our winner is Mike Geyser, aka at Grumpy Painter, the Grumpy Painter, for his Marut tag. Congratulations, Mike. Uh, hopefully by the time you hear this, you will have um, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, a discount code will be winging its way to you uh, with, from one of our sponsors, whichever one you prefer. Uh, and please enjoy it. Please uh, get a cool new model with it and, and paint it and enter it into the next competition. And then you can yes. you know fund your competition habit with just winning competitions. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think we're done. Do you have any final thoughts, Chris? I just want to thank everyone again for for entering their pieces. And especially with like, I'm always, I'm just impressed with people like repeat entrance, where it's like they have seen and they know that there are painters in here. Like, like for example, Mike Geyser is like, you you will not stand a chance against this person. But they still, they still enter their pieces every single time, which to me just shows me that they're just having fun with it, and that to me is amazing. Because like obviously there are different levels of painters here. We have beginners, we have intermediates, and then we have people who are like almost professionals from at least from 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 their paint jobs, and 
and you can't really, it's hard to compare them all on the same level. But to me, it just drives home that for everyone, and I think like that's my assumption for everyone who's entering, the main thing is one, to have fun and two, to learn something just to get better. And I think that's the, yeah. that's the best thing painting can do for you. I, that's what I love so much about this, about the, uh, the hobby in itself, but especially about the painting aspect that you just have this, this thing where you can comp cons consistently challenge yourself and in a fun way, see, okay, how can I do this better? How can I improve? Um, and I hope that even with our level three critiques, that this is what we managed to do here today. Yeah. Those are my final words. Lovely. Lovely. I, I, uh, I entirely agree. Um, I would also like to thank all of our entrants for, for sending in their work. And thank you to you, dear reader slash podcast listener. Uh, thank you for taking the time uh, to get all the way through. Hopefully you've got to all the way through to this point uh, to find out who was our victor this time around. The IGL painting competition will return in 2024 for season six. Uh, which will run concurrently with the Infinity Global League Satellite Tournament. So watch out for that. There will be announcements in the IGL Discord uh, and also on the uh, Infinity Global Community Facebook group. Um, so I think that's us done for this evening. Uh, thanks once again and get painting and we'll uh, hopefully hear from you soon.